Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Chris Lee and Blaine Gilmer of Southeastern 14 here to talk Tigers on Tigers. That is Auburn going to LSU. You can catch that one at 6 Central on ESPN on Saturday night. LSU is about a 12-point favorite as we're doing this. That makes four with the predicted uh, over-under of 63-and-a-half as I change some numbers around here as they have changed on us. A predicted final of LSU 38, Auburn 26. Some computers of interest factoring in the home field advantage LSU a 12-point favorite by FPI, 9 by SP+, 11 by Team Rank, and 11 by Sagarin. So everybody got LSU in that low double-digit range. Blaine, should be a very interesting one in a huge contrast of styles. One team that can't score and the other team that struggles to get stops. No doubt. Uh, second week in a row, Tiger on Tiger action for LSU. Yes. They took on the Missouri Tigers last week in a, in a dramatic finish. And then, of course, Auburn coming off a bye week after they almost knocked off the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs the week before. So uh, you would have to think that, okay, is it the classic question, Chris, rust versus rest, that kind of stuff when LSU had a physical contest on the road versus Missouri. And then Auburn's had two weeks to prepare to go to Baton Rouge. Uh, and as you mentioned, there are questions on both sides of the ball for these teams, uh, LSU's defense, Auburn's offense, and I look forward to getting into this matchup here uh, to break down Auburn and LSU. As do I. Uh, boy, LSU, that offense right now is just the unstoppable force. I'll, I'll pull up some numbers in a minute, but if you guys didn't watch Jaden Daniels, put on a show last week at Missouri, you, you missed that. But the question I have, and uh, I don't know how how close to game time it is before we'll know, but Auburn's defense, or rather it's secondary last we saw, it was pretty banged up. That That's going to be something to watch as we get closer to game time here. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, they they have injuries all over the place. I think more of them are, are now getting closer to the, the offensive side of the ball. Um, so I think they are getting a little bit heavy, uh, healthier over there. Um, but at this point, Chris, it doesn't matter when you're talking about this LSU offense versus anybody's defense. They're going to put up points, okay? They're going to put up points. It's like Stuart Scott used to say on the old when when Sports Center was good. He goes, you know, he used to say, you, you can't you can't stop them. You can only hope to contain them. That is that is how it is with uh, Jaden Daniels and company over there. A little stat for you here, Chris, and I know you love data, so I wanted to wanted to bring this up to you. Predicted points added is a measure of uh, efficiency and how how much you're helping yourself on a per play basis. Uh, over the entire season based off what yard line you're on, down and distance, all that kind of stuff. The average, the average is on a point play per play basis that 
SEC teams are get helping themselves 0.29 points, so almost three tenths of a point per play. LSU is insane. Yeah, LSU is doubling that, going at 0.47 predicted points added per play. They are almost averaging half a point per play. That's how explosive they've been coming into the Missouri game. They led. They led the entire SEC with 35 explosive. Uh, explosive runs, thirty-three explosive passes. I mean, so they are they are just moving the ball as a as incredible pace. And I think Auburn, the best defense for them, honestly, is going to be can their offense, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, run some clock and things like that because they do have some injuries in the secondary, as you mentioned, with Keontae Scott still being out for a while, Austin Keys still not being back at middle linebacker. So you know. Hugh Freeze doing what he can over there defensively, but they need some more bodies over there, and they need to keep that defense off the field if at all possible. Yeah, and averages, Auburn is giving up 18.2 on defense in terms of scoring. LSU scoring 44.8. Um, LSU is throwing for what is it? Uh, seven, 7.8 yards per play, 9.2 per passing play only turning it over 1% of the time. Auburn first forcing turnovers on, I think, 3.2% of snaps, which is elite. Um, so it's kind of the – not the immovable force and the unstoppable object or some cliche like that, but but it has been tough to stop LSU. Missouri got up big in that game and then just couldn't get stops while LSU's defense had finally clicked in, whereas Auburn – it's been what six straight games against FBS teams on, on the other side without a without a hundred yard passer. I mean, it just, the styles of play are interesting. But what I'm really interested to see is I'm jumping around here a little bit. Is is can Auburn, which has gotten stops all year, get stops against this offense? Yeah, here's a, here's one thing Auburn has done well defensively, Chris. I wanted to point this out: scoring opportunities is another metric out there. When a team crosses your forty yard line, comes inside of your forty, they consider that a scoring opportunity for the offense. Auburn has had twenty five of those occasions where people have gotten inside of their forty. They are averaging holding people to three point one points per time that people get into it. So they're holding people to field goals, not touchdowns when it comes to And that includes the Georgia Bulldogs uh, at times a couple of weeks ago. So that's got to be something encouraging for them. They're going to have to have good scoring opportunity defense and red zone defense against LSU because LSU is going to move the football. LSU's defensive numbers, the, the stats are probably actually better than, than, than yeah. the eyes. And some of that, you know, probably was – boosted with that game and it's grambling in, in terms of the numbers but LSU giving up 6.7 per play um 7.4 per pass attempt the rushing attempts against them is what's amazing again this adjusts for sacks LSU giving up 5.8 yards per rushing play that is that's unfathomable with, with that defense but Auburn actually averaging I believe more yards per running play five and a half than per passing play 5.3. I mean, the way teams – well, I say the way teams have attacked LSU, people have been attacking them plenty both ways. Uh, but I think Auburn's – what it's going to want to do here based on its personnel is run the ball. Yeah, it was the old saying, one if by land, two if by sea. It hadn't mattered. They've been going you know, in, over, around uh, LSU in terms of offensively. And I 
Chris, I got to wonder, and we'll learn more in Hugh Freeze's press conference on Monday as we're recording these on Sunday night, I'm sure. I got to wonder how much uh, Hugh Freeze is kicking himself for not using Robbie Ashford more in that Georgia game because he had some he had some good runs against Georgia early, and, and Georgia didn't really have an answer for it. LSU has been a mess when it comes to gap integrity, things like that. I know uh, Missouri went more through the air at them, but – I got a question. Okay, are they just is is LSU just going to say we're going to commit so many guys to the box and just take our chances on the back end because we getting we've been getting burnt like a marshmallow anyways back there. So why not just roll the dice and put more guys in the box to stop Auburn's run game? Uh, Auburn offensively, Chris, they could be getting Demari Austin back. That's that's questionable with that shoulder, so that would be an added boost at the running back position. Javaris Johnson also dealing with a little bit of an injury. We'll see if he's he full he's full speed. But offensively, Chris, and I would love your opinion on this. I mean, if you're if you're Hugh Freeze, are you using are you using Robbie Ashford a little bit more? Having seen you know what he can what he can do with those legs, particularly against a defense in LSU that has struggled with, you know, gap discipline. I, I am because I think Auburn is just – I mean, name a, a receiver on that roster that really scares you, that stood out as we watched games. I can't. I mean, the, the strength of that team – and this isn't a shock is the running game. I don't – I think Peyton Thorne's been a disappointment. His numbers in the past have been much more. And, and look, LSU, for all the criticism of that defense last week, I'm watching that Missouri game, and I'm going, okay, it's 22-7. to, to seven. Missouri's at home. This place is roaring. I don't trust LSU to get enough stops. Well, guess who stepped up and made two huge plays in that game? Harold Perkins, including oh, yeah. one on pass defense with the pick. First one Brady Cook had had in like 366 picks. And then they get the one to seal the game, the pick six. Yeah, that might burn. be just enough to give LSU a little bit of confidence for a unit, as you said, to, to lead this off as a whole, whole lot more talented than the numbers are showing us. Hundred percent, and also we got to realize too. We talked about when LSU was on offense, their predicted points added. So remember how many on a per play basis their uh, each play result is kind of re returning points for them. It was almost half a point per play. Auburn's has been putrid this year, Chris. It is point yeah. one seven, so three tenths of a point less predicted points added on a per play basis for Auburn than LSU. So they're going to have to find a way to make sure when they do move the ball and they are uh, extending drives and getting the red zone, they got to find a way to get seven and not get threes. Um, also, Chris, that has not been something that LSU has been successful with. 35 scoring opportunities, so 35 times teams have been inside of, of LSU's 40-yard line against them, Chris, and they are allowing – keep in mind, Auburn was allowing defensively 3.1 points per scoring opportunity against them. LSU is allowing 4.8 points per scoring opportunity against them on their defense. So it when you get inside their 40, it's you're more likely to get a touchdown than you are a field goal against LSU because they are just giving it's like it's been a sieve lately on the back end and with missed tackles and things like that. So all that to say I agree with you. There could be a spark there with the turnovers they created, but you got to tackle better. You got to be, have more gap responsibility and you can't have busted coverages because if there's one thing that could give Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford success is if you just don't have anybody around one of those receivers on a busted coverage and they can just hit a layup on you. 
Yeah, and again, I think the key number here to watch, and I jumbled these a little bit earlier, Auburn five and a half yards per rushing play, LSU giving up 5.8. Passing, it's 5.3 and 7.4. So when, when Auburn's got the ball, that's how I think they attack. And, and LSU rushing, I, I think we look at Jaden Daniels and think about him, but but you mentioned the rushing attack um, through, through other guys, 6.4 yards per rushing play for LSU and 9.2 on passing plays, which is just – elite that's that's the best in the conference and LSU also only turning it over one percent of the time which also makes the team hard to stop when they don't give it back to you but anyway uh some final stats here that we always like to cite both teams fairly disciplined Auburn 42 penalty yards a game LSU 45 special teams LSU still bad not as bad as last year but it ranks 104th and SP plus Auburn ranked 40th there so little edge to Auburn in terms of special teams, it would appear. All right, Blaine, uh, two things that I always go with in, in games is um, the home team. We've talked in other videos about the home team is really killing it in the SEC this year and quarterback. And I just trust LSU's quarterback play a whole lot more. Auburn can make it interesting. I'm interested to see if anybody can stop LSU uh, other than maybe Florida State. Now, a lot of teams have done that and even then, it wasn't like FSU shut them down completely. Uh, Auburn's defense, one of the better ones in the league, but I don't know that they've seen a Jaden Daniels yet. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with LSU by virtue of quarterback play and being the home team. Yeah, I, I do think that having two weeks to prepare for this game is huge for Auburn. And I think uh, also, I think their defense will do well inside of the the red zone and those scoring opportunities that I talked about for LSU. I think they'll limit them some early. Uh, however, I think that there's just too much weaponry uh, on that side of the ball for LSU. And, and by the end of the game, it will have taken over. And Chris, there's a big element you mentioned in home home field, but there's something we always have to mention when it comes to LSU and not the LUC, the liquored up Cajuns over there for <laughs> uh, for the people in Baton Rouge. They will be well lubricated uh, when six, East, six Central comes around over there. They will be ready to go, and it will be a, uh, a very, very good good environment for the Bengal Tigers of LSU. So uh, I think that LSU wins this one. I don't know about a cover or not because we saw they should have beat the breaks off of Arkansas and Arkansas played them cr close as well. And I think Auburn's offensive line is much better than, than Arkansas. So it uh, could be, could be a little bit of ball movement for Auburn, but I think LSU wins this one. Not sure that they cover though. Thanks for watching our preview of Auburn and LSU. We preview all SEC football games involving FBS teams. Best way to catch those, hit that subscribe button, and we'll probably be talking about this on a live stream afterwards. Uh, so you also get that by hitting subscribe and hitting notifications so you know when we're on. For Blaine Gilmer, I'm Chris Lee. This is Southeastern 14. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again soon with more SEC football content. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.